0: Agents, trainers, Pikmin bloomers, NBA ballers, dragon tamers, and most specifically our wayfinders to episode number 37 of the Wastebotters podcast. Wastebotters is the only place where you can come to find out how to get all of your strip mall nominations denied in record time.
1: Shopping centers, Jamal, shopping centers.
0: Shopping centers, strip malls denied in record time world record time here at wayspotters we are proud to be powered by the pokemon professor network today is a glorious day because we're here talking to you and all the wayfinders
1: and explorers
0: hey lachlan good day ready to tackle the world
1: i wouldn't say i'm going to tackle a world i'm i could go for a cuppa but what's new
0: it's very early where you are, and you
1: were just waking up. I love getting. When you say sh- I'm just waking up, Jamal, I think what you mean to say is you're trying not to fall asleep. There's a big difference.
0: One could argue that they're just the same. It's not quite late here, but I am very tired from working all day. It's been a long week at work, and it's fairly early in the morning there. Have you had your tea or your coffee or whatever no, you're I've drinking had breakfast
1: in the morning? four hours ago?
0: okay sounds good sounds good no, well great. i i you know i had do you have cinnabon in australia a what cinnabon a what yeah you don't have cinnabon it is a fast food cinnamon roll place where you go and buy cinnamon rolls and they're like super gooey and sweet i had a cinnabon a little while ago and um I'm feeling kind of that feeling when you eat too much sugary stuff. I've got that feeling right now. On one episode, we need to do a deep dive into what fast food or junk food places you have in Brisbane and what we have here in the state. McDonald's, uh,
1: Hungry Jack's, KFC, Taco Bell, Guzman y Gomez, done. What's that last one? Gomez what? Guzman y Gomez. Never heard of that. It's Mexican... Okay, is that like a fancy Taco Bell? Um, it it got to Australia before Taco Bell. It got to Australia before Taco Bell. Okay,
0: <laughs> I just downloaded the Taco Bell app the other day, and I ordered something on the Taco. No, was it Taco Bell or Wendy's? You don't have Wendy's there, do you?
1: Well, we they they tried they tried Australia. We tr- okay, tried much like Australia. Starbucks, they tried and failed.
0: You know, the Starbucks failure is very interesting to me because I thought Starbucks was like beloved worldwide, but
1: apparently not. Something, something sugar, something, something overpriced coffee.
0: But we here in the States will line up around the block for overpriced coffee. I don't drink coffee myself, so I'm a fan of chai tea lattes instead of coffee. I haven't had a, I haven't had a cup of coffee in over five years. Fun fact about me. just, Just doesn't. Do it for me. It started to burn a hole in my stomach. I drank too much coffee living in Portland. But anyways, no one tuned in to hear about my caffeine habits. Let's hear the news. Let's go.
1: New intro. It's the new intro. It's the new intro. New, new, new intro. New intro for the news. Well, just when you think it's going to be a nice, quiet news week, literally this morning, Niantic drops some big Lightship News. Did you get a chance to read this yet, Jamal?
0: I did not get a chance to read this. I saw it and I knew you would be covering it. So I said, I'm going to let Lachlan read it to me and I'll digest it
1: then. We don't have the full time to go through this today. So I recommend just going to Niantic Labs' Twitter account because they've shared it about four times a minute all day and retweeted anyone who's commented about it but they've finally launched Lightship VPS for web browser. This brings real world AR into your web browser and they call it their Connect Web AR platform. Now, this is kind of cool because it gets you that, to use an example that majority of our listeners will get, you know when Pikmin Bloom, when you press the AR button and all of your Pikmin just start running around, right? Yes. Notice how I didn't go for Pigo. That's how we subvert expectations on this show. So That's right,
0: absolutely. You're
1: looking at your Pikmin. What the the web AR platform allows them to do is take that depths based AR platform and load it in a web browser. So you give permission for that web browser to use your phone's camera or the app that they've embedded it into and you just drag and drop the the processing stuff and it gets done on the cloud and less on your device, which means lower powered devices are still able to run it. And it's really cool. And I think it's a really cool step that Niantic has gone to the effort of making this technology more available because the more available it is, the more people will adopt it. Niantic has sort of been pushing on socials that it's the best way to put a targeted ad out. And I'm like, is it? Sure, why not? You know,
0: I, I saw them tweet that from like every Niantic account. And I went in and I shared the tweet from John Hankey just because every time John Hankey tweets something, I get notified. So I shared his tweet.
1: <sighs> so... It's exciting. I haven't obviously had a full time to debrief myself on all of this because it was posted at two a.m. Lachlan time, but that was not the news I planned on bringing to the show with us this week. No, what no, I put up an additional blog post. Okay, tell me the- yesterday, and it's a Q and A with one of their lead engineers on the VPS. Or what the AR scanning system is in your Ingress and your Pokemon Go. Yes. Or through the Wayfarer app, which also got an update, which we will get to. So this is a really nice conversation with a fellow named Victor. Uh, I, Again, it's a very long thing, and I don't think we should go through this because there's a lot to unpack here. But what I want to cover is one of the latter couple paragraphs and questions and again this is a question from a Niantic employee asking another Niantic employee this isn't the ama the pokemon go players have been requesting for the season because supposedly they're understaffed over at that game at the moment is what seems to be the case from social media but Niantic can still talk to themselves and these are the these are two of the questions that they asked themselves Again, I want a preference. This was a Niantic person talking to another Niantic person. (laughs) I think we got it. Let's go. The question was, do you think Niantic has a higher standard for good?
0: Which is a very loaded question.
1: I think if you ask an Ingress player that question, you probably will get a yes. They've got a higher standard for keeping a good, balanced game board and keeping everything on top of things. If you ask a pigo player that, I don't think you'll get the same response. You probably won't get the same response. If you ask a Wayfinder, they'll probably be frustrated about X, Y, or Z, or if you're me, the yes, no, maybes. Correct. So, I think, yes, they do have a higher standard than what we would expect, but do they meet their own standards is a separate question you'd want to ask. But basically... What Victor says here is he thinks so, and he thinks it's all thanks to Niantic's Tech League, Ben, and the rest of the team. He would argue that he's the one that instilled the philosophy that it doesn't matter if we think our system is good. What matters is if it creates a good experience for the user. Now, I'm going to say that sentence again, Jamal. (laughs) It doesn't matter if we think our system is good. It matters if we create a good experience for the user.
0: Huh? Yes. Yeah. Now, we have heard from a lot of end users of Niantic Games. And if you talk to a PvP person, they're going to give you a very different view of that statement than if you talk to an Ingress player. Like I you said.
1: they've got a better experience than they used to. I wouldn't say it's a good experience. Well, a better I experience. I had a really, really horrendous one yesterday, and I wish I was screen recording because there was like seconds where nothing was happening. And I'm like, the hell. Yeah. And then well, even I mean, this uh, morning when they swapped over the cups. Yes. They changed the bands like right. halfway through people's battles. Like they what sure did
0: but a just... better experience is good, but it depends on where your floor is. If it's better than terrible, that doesn't mean it's good, right? I would say Ingress in Pikmin Bloom. For the most part, in my experience, I haven't had a lot of technical issues when it comes to those particular platforms.
1: I, again, I compare my Pikmin Bloom experience to the time in the beta Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the app crashes more now. Now you, you like to complain that redacted would crash a lot on your device. It
0: did. It would crash all the time on my device.
1: Pikmin and Pigo have been crashing a lot for me recently. And not in good ways. Like I was getting a new costume for one of my Pikmin this morning
0: mm-hmm.
1: at like two minutes past midnight and I tapped it and it just didn't load and I couldn't access the swipe menu on my iPhone because Pikmin was taking priority over that part of the screen. Right. So I had to use Siri to open a different app so I could access the app switcher. Oh, now again, this could good. just be issues with iOS 16 but still like this seems like basic functionality that if app is going to crash, crash it, not freeze it. Now, Correct. There, there is more to the sentence and I don't want to take the um, Victor's comments completely out of context. So I do want to finish the rest of what Victor had to say. But I just think that sentence there will surprise a lot of our listeners. So I'm going to go back to the sentence so we have full context without any editing between it outside of, you know, punctuation because i'm obviously not victor so it doesn't matter if we think our system is good what matters is if we create a good experience for the user it's ben who insisted that everything we do has to work well within the real world and in an end-to-end manner i.e. always test the entire end-to-end system be it either the crazy or safe versions and not just individual separate components Mm. now i as an australian this is clearly not the entire company-wide policy. Correct. Because last I checked we're not employees. Right. But
0: well again you said this was an employee uh, talking into talking to an employee and I would hope that they're not talking about their internal game that they have on their own their own server that they're talking about the public game. Because if you're talking to someone in APAC like yourself, you have you have issues with that statement right there.
1: Because there's times where the fact that when they do their testing, they don't change their location, correct? That's what I was going to say, and they don't change their device time to Australia and check everything that we've announced is happening as we announced it, and even if it's just in English, I get that other languages exist. There's a lot of testing. But if you identify an issue with, say, the English texts, you then flag that with the localization team for all of them. An example was on Community Weekend last weekend. It, it Globally, it said you get three special trades today, and it was two. Now, it's a mm-hmm. small thing, but it was in the today view, and it was in-game. And if you reached out to support, they said, sorry, trainer. <laughs> and I'm like... I know you don't have a way of just pressing a button to reimburse this, but still make sure you're not lying to your players at an event. Right. Anyway, so that was sort of Niantic asking themselves about their own standards. And this sort of mirrors and echoes what we've heard members of the Niantic NDA crew for Pokemon Go saying Mm -hmm. at Seattle. So clearly during their week-long Niantic indoctrination that they had, not saying that was a bad thing. They looked like they had a good time. But they all seem to sort of get on message with Niantic does in fact test their events before they go live. Now we've seen this. And again, sorry for our non-Go listeners, but this is just the example I have. But we Mm -hmm. saw this before the 2020 GoFest from home where you had John Hankey playing on the test servers the day before the event. Right. And that was fine. That was good. And it teased. And it showed that they actually do do those tests. The issues we had at that event were server capacity issues. And then the repeat events for getting to enable them correctly. Because guess what they didn't do? Quality assurance them. Right. Anyway so yes i think that sort of Nitic does test consistently i'm sure they do and i'm sure it would be stupid if they didn't but whatever their system is in place is flawed and i don't know how they fix that but i i don't think we should be telling them how to fix their game based on right. data miners getting information from Kiribati. right that is no that also ridiculous now
0: now Before you and I started this show and we, you know, met and talked and became buddies and all that, I had always just kind of looked at APAC and kind of joked, oh, those poor SOBs over there, they kind of get the short end of the stick. But now becoming friends in the Discord with a few people in Australia and in APAC, I really see how this impacts your gameplay and how Niantic has known that, well, let me put it this way. Up until recently, almost every event the joke was how soon until they announced the the makeup event for APAC. Now, they have their own private server. They have a way to change their time zone. They have a way to look to see what the gameplay is going to be like in APAC. And I, I just don't understand if, they, if they're taking this so seriously as what he says they are, why that still
1: happens on a fairly reoccurring basis. And again, this could just be the Lightship team's perspective but these people share a break room and at least one of Correct. their offices, or at yes. least are on zoom calls with people on the variety of West coast offices they have in the U S but I don't know. It just, it seems weird for NITIC to be putting this as a news blog article and having this in there. It just feels like, Hey, we're doing a good job. Now, the other thing that they, I wanted to talk about from this QA A was This question that Niantic asked themselves. You mentioned you have a lot of internal discussions about what it means for something to be good. What is good to Niantic? And did you all come to agree on the definition? Good is a good user experience. Now, how we define what a good user experience is, now that's been one of our points of debate. Correct, it sure has. I think a good user experience is a good user experience where users don't feel you know, neglected and actually feel valued. There's, there's, and to a, there's me, a, a saying about a valued user, customer. Yeah, a good
0: user experience is being able to play an event, whether that's walking around submitting POIs, playing a community day, you know, whether that's Pikmin, Ingress or, or Pogo, not having the app crash other than, if it's for like capacity issues for the local network, the local area, but just being able to navigate through each of the pages and each of the screens and have a very fluid working game. To me, that's a good user experience. If I have to constantly the app freezes and I have to, to to force quit it and restart my phone to get the app to load. That's when you get into some pretty, pretty bad user experiences. And the thing that I've noticed Lachlan, and I've said this to you before, niantic apps don't play well with each other and you know it could be my phone's ram but if i'm playing pokemon go and i flip over and open up ingress when i go back to pokemon go the app will have closed and i will have to unless you had
1: a ball plus or a go plus connected exactly and
0: the same thing with pikmin and that could be due to to my phone
1: but it happens to everyone (laughs) That I'm playing with when they go from app to app. Even more so if you have Facebook Messenger or Discord open in the background, which mm-hmm. a lot of Pigo players will do. But before we go down that rabbit hole, um, I wanted to, again, put this quote back in context. Yes. Gotcha. About Let's go. what's the definition of good for Niantic? And this is in reference to AR scans. And this segues very nicely into. Another news article this week, which was sort of on the download. Mm-hmm. But if you opened your Niantic Wayfarer app, if you're on iOS and have it through TestFlight, yes. you would have got a pop up to see there's a new app update available. And I love Wasn't the Wasn't that update. a surprise? I love Wasn't an app that... update. Yeah. Wasn't we that a
0: pleasant surprise?
1: We had a small update a little while ago which showed us, allows us to see coordinates on way spots, which you can mm-hmm. then plop into the Intel map. If you're mm-hmm. someone who likes that, um, Me? especially if you see that there's a waste spot, which is in the waste spot database and it's near a portal, which shouldn't be a portal anymore. And then it can be- replace that portal with a new portal. And you know that it's already in the database, so it's safe to submit first, delete later, <laughs> which I actually really love. Just on the record, I love, and that's why I support you know if it goes into a light ship it might be a poi one day and there's actually one of my pikmin bloom flowers i saw because the flowers did their swap around is one of my spots, which for the longest time was not an ingress portal and Mm -hmm. is not a poi in pigo and it's in pikmin so you never know jamal you never never know know. yeah you never know so you might be wondering, what's this update and what's it got to do with the AR scans? Because clearly that's what all Wayfinders really want to do in the Wayfarer app. But you can now see how many acceptable scans have been submitted at Wayspots. Now, only this from the Wayfarer app. Only through the Wayfarer app. Right. But the best way to filter these out in your community, you open the app. You go to the area you want to look at, and you can tell where these areas are going to be because that's where you were receiving AR tasks in Pigo 4 and not yep. receiving those stops anymore, or the stops have gone back to normal height. Or in right. Ingress, the it's no longer a scout contr- leader. Scout leader. Yeah, scout leader, scout leader, scout leader. Scout leader location to, I believe that's the term. Sorry, Ingress players. I've The scout stuff never really got to me. Pigo, I much rather a Poffin so I don't really scan an Ingress anymore. But you can see if they've hit their thresholds. And to be a VPS-activated location, it needs 10 approved scans. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the first mention of approved scans. We know scans go into a different bucket to Wayfarer reviews, but we can now see that. And the other really cool metric, if you tap on the scans, there's a little drop-down arrow, and it shows you when during the day scans are most likely done <laughs> for this location. And I I'm love very, data. The one I've just clicked on is a local church and no scans were successfully approved between midnight and 6am. So no one getting approved scans at that time of night. However, there was some approved scans after 9pm to midnight. So
0: interesting.
1: I, uh, I know there's some good lighting on the sign for that church, but I'll be interested to see what quality that scan took. But the majority of them were done between three and six. Now, I know that's when a local player goes on their daily walk and will do their Mm. AR scan tasks for the thousands of poffins they've got sitting in their bag now. But I think this is a really cool way of showing where that data is going and that it's going to lead to something. If not in Pigo, but so, potentially other So,
0: Lachlan, so, so let's pause there. So, let's say I have my Wayfarer app open and people are not driving right now. And they're in a spot where they're listening and they can access their Wayfarer app. Do you want to walk them through how they would go about
1: to see this data? So, again, go to an area where you know there's been AR stops which have changed or rotated. If you have a lot of way spots there, in the top right, you see a button that says VPS. If you tap that, it will then be slashed through VPS and it will only show locations which have had 10 or more approved scans. This really narrows it down to just those locations. You can actually check other waste spots to see if they have had scans at all, especially ones that aren't, you know, the light ship scans mm-hmm. um, or are not PIGO scan tasks and ingress agents trying to get their medals up. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, I don't like Niantic telling people I scan my home stop between six and midnight. Your That's home not stop not. scans from inside your house probably aren't approved. Just correct for context.
0: So if I click on the VPS button and I get the slash in the area that I'm interested in and I don't see any approved, then that means I need to get out and start scanning in those areas. Well, right? have you
1: loaded your nearby spots before? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then so yes. I have
0: my I have my nearby way spots loaded, and you can tap and that. Then you I, can see. So then it goes, if you're a
1: Pigo player, have a look at what gym near you or stop near you is giving out those AR tasks. Check that on your light your Wayfarer Lightship app. If you're an ingress agent, check the intel map because we all know that you can see where to go. Scan through the intel map as well. It, it's right. a lot easier to see without IITC plugins. So maybe go vanilla for this one.
0: So, so that's a look really at, cool update. When I look at my home, when I, not my home gym, my work work gym, this says one out of ten approved scans, and more scans are needed to allow VPS. Now I know that one out of ten uh, approved scans was me, it was little old me, because I remember doing the scan and it was when I told you I went out and scanned a bunch of stuff in in um, Ingress, and you were like, why in God's name are you scanning in
1: Ingress? 24, yeah. So this location's at 24 out of 10, and it says more scans are needed to allow VPS, and that's approved scans. So <clears throat> that's why it's still an AR location in Pigo. So this is sort of to show you that it's not really dependent on here or there. I think gyms were selected because in theory, they had the most votes on them for being popular locations by Ingress players and right. would be good places to gather safely and are probably memorable objects. If people had a photo war over them. Although I've seen photo wars over the pettiest things in Brisbane. Oh, one week we'll just have a whole new <laughs> discussion topic about the old photo wars of Ingress
0: where oh, the that, blue team
1: that. and the green team fought for who had control over the photo I, and then, I,
0: we, we we had something on a smaller scale here uh, but i remember that
1: and then it becomes a gym and everyone's like this is a horrible gym why is this photo garbage and why has it got a green tint over it i'm like
0: yeah <laughs> well i can tell you why i can tell you exactly why
1: so i'm sure there's other news things that we could talk about But I feel like one of our discussion topics today is a promised news topic, which I held off on from last week. But I did want to just remind listeners that the Pikmin Bloom Hanafuda card challenge is ending in the next 24, 48 hours of you listening to this. So make sure you go in. It's a really cool little thing and it celebrates the Nintendo history. And I think it's just a nice little thing. I think it's just a nice little thing that Niantic does in pikmin bloom to make the game more accessible for people and you know it your experience is steps you don't need to have the app open 24 7 to play the game and level up and i think that's really cool. passive game i love that all right see and we could have done a full deep dive into introducing lightship vps but i will let people go to niantic labs's website and click on their blog because they have two very interesting discussions there. And I I definitely would want you to read the full Q&A with Victor because it's really interesting. But I, I really wanted to highlight the stuff which sort of applies to Niantic's, you know, policies as a company. Absolutely.
0: Well, Auckland, you want to get into topic number one here? All right. Let's go. Topic number one. Now, on the WasteBotters podcast, we give you topic number one.
1: Well, first I want to say, did you have you submitted something for challenge one yet, Jamal, before we talk about challenge two?
0: Yes, I did. Remember we talked about this? Have you, have
1: you sent your tweet in?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I have not. I have not. Yes. I have not
1: done that. Yes,
0: I have until I have another. I have a whole nother day. Yes, but
1: our listeners don't, Jamal remember we're in we're in the future right now we're in the future so yes lachlan i have submitted it and i think you will like it and now because that you will
0: retweet for me
1: the i've been liking a lot of those there've been some real golden gems in there i nearly grabbed our waste spot of the week from in there until i had a better (laughs) idea so (laughs) i haven't sent mine in at the time of recording because i haven't decided which of my waste spots i want to feature it will be a mural Because it will be a great Mm -hmm. place to explore i just haven't settled on one of them because there's a couple there's two or three which i'm just looking at thinking which one here is the creme de la creme of my nominations in this category that i love the most so i'm excited for that and like i've i've been loving all the nominations i've seen people sending through and it's got over 100 comments on it so. They're doing pretty well for something that isn't promoted heavily at, in in and around other Niantic platforms. So, mm-hmm. challenge two is starting today. I say confused because who knows when the tweet will go live? I assume it's going to be set to go live at midnight Niantic time, but right. who knows when that is? Because who I don't anymore. Time is well. Let's get
0: let, let's get into that. So, Lachlan, I want to focus this week's. Topic number one on the Wayfarer Challenge. So I'm going to read this from the original official blog post and then we can break down what it means to our explorers. So for this challenge, we want to see, and I'm reading this directly from the community forums. This Community spot Challenge is going to go from September 25th, which is today, if you're listening when this drops, to October 1st. For this challenge, we want to see your favorite spot that you've seen when playing our games. Pokemon Go, Ingress, Pikmin Bloom. To enter this challenge, you'll need to go out into your community and play one of our games and take a screenshot of your favorite WasteBot while in the game. The screenshot should be of the WasteBot details screen showing the name and description. And Pikmin Bloom is the exception where it's just where it will just be on the first page after clicking the WasteBot. The winners for this challenge will be randomly selected and there will be 9 winners based on the game based on the game the submission is from. There will be 3 winners from Pokemon Go, there will be 3 winners from Ingress, and there will be 3 winners from Pikmin Bloom. Each game will have a first, second, and third place winner. Similar to the previous challenge, once you once you have the screenshot you wish to submit, tweet it, tweet it to us by responding to the Community spot Challenge post coming on September the 25th with your screenshot and hashtag Wayfarer Challenge Part 2. By October 1st, 2022, 11.59 PDT. Lachlan loves that because he's like, what the heck is PDT? That's Pacific Daylight Time. That is Yes, UTC but Jamal, you forget, minus- I'm
1: also on the Pacific Coast, just the Pacific Coast of Australia. It's the exactly. same ocean. Yes, I think that's UTC minus 7,
0: I think is what we said last time.
1: Uh, Seattle San Francisco, is 17 yeah. hours behind me, so whatever yeah. that works out to. Yeah, I think it's UTC minus 7. But if in it's order to be daylight time, you've then got to add an hour. you got to
0: add an hour. Um, by 11.59 PDT, in order to be considered for this challenge, we will take all submissions and randomly select the winners. So what are the rewards, you ask? Well, the rewards are first place, one upgrade, plus one fast track appeal.
1: So that's the same rewards for the part one of the challenge. Interesting. It is. So you're saying, Jamal, I could win three fast track appeals and three upgrades? You
0: sure could. Because second place is another fast track appeal and third place is one upgrade. And reminder, the Community Waste Bot Challenge runs from 25 September... 2022, you see how I did that in the
1: world format, not the US format, to one October. Did you say the world format, Jamal? Because it's on my screen in American format and I'm struggling to interpret this. I don't know what the 25th month of the year is. Right. and i know that I january the 10th of january 2022 was a few months ago
0: exactly so for niantic having a worldwide game they were very u.s centric when it comes to dates and times Look honestly just spell
1: language. it out just say 25th september it's not going to break the world to put a th there and an s-e-p-t right. won't break the world
0: so lachlan what are your thoughts on part two have you picked out well, I guess you haven't picked out your submission because we're in the future. Do you know yes, I have what area oh, you've got? A, out? I've
1: got a screenshot of a Pikmin location. Oh. I have a How feeling did I that know Pikmin you were going to do Pikmin? It's going to be one I of do- the lowest locations. Yes. And I got a really cool screenshot with a really cool flower. So I'm hoping, hoping I can use that one. But oh, I we make- have to
0: mention. You have, per have to mention it, it's one per person. I have to so. mention it's one per person. I may
1: go down the, the Pigo route and I may go down the Ingress route. Yeah, I, I feel like Ingress is going to be the most popular responses because as we're going to discuss, you can actually grab any Ingress portal via screenshot thanks to the permalink feature that Ingress has added, allowing yes. you to grab, create a link, Create a link. You can create a link in Ingress, but you can get a permalink uh, to that portal viewer um, just by knowing the coordinates for it. So I think that's kind of cool. I love that feature. It's great for getting photos replaced without having to mail keys across the world. But the winners are chosen randomly. Now, again, this is very different to how part one's being done. So I think it's going to be interesting because who knows? Who's going to win? Because Niantic don't know. They're just going to go beepity boop, 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 boop. And all of a sudden, some random person who took a photo of their survey marker in New South Wales as their poker stop location gets rewarded. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. That's like my yeah. fear is that it's going to be something coldly that wins because it's randomly selected. Right. So, I, I think it's going to be great. People get to highlight screenshots they've taken. I'm tempted to use a screenshot from Seattle because, you know, mm. a couple of the poker stops in Seattle, they actually changed the photo <laughs> during the event. They did. Where it had uh, a, the notable ones were like the Snorlax and a hat photo bomb that they just yep. plopped on top of an existing waste spot photo. And I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> or that waste spot in Texas that we were sent with the rosary. Go Snapshot as the main photo on Pigo. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. At I the totally bar. forgot about that one. So, so it, Lachlan, it's going to be I, really I, funny to watch the winners for this one, but I think each of the three categories will provide very different winners. Correct.
0: Now, if we can just touch on challenge number one for a quick second, I've sent you the mural that I'm going to submit for number one, and um, I like it. I actually, it's a mural that I watched go from a blank wall to the stitching to where they drew it and then actually watch the artist, you know, put this mural up. So I kind of feel a a connection to it. And you said you were going to do a mural also. So it'll be interesting to see. I might wait to the very last minute to submit mine. You're going to schedule your tweet? Yes. Schedule my tweet. (laughs) That's like the best function Twitter's ever done.
1: Oh, I love tweet scheduling. I love tweet scheduling. Yeah, But yeah, so, it's 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 a fascinating conversation. I think randomly selecting the winner is good. It means mm-hmm. that there's not going to be any bias in this. And right. regardless of from where you are in the world, including the country that we're featuring our Wasteful of the Week in, which is Mozambique. And I will let people figure out why I've chosen Mozambique. You can think about it. And I will reveal, <laughs> all will be revealed. All will You know, my favorite part about this is I've told you, I
0: don't have a very favorable view of Reddit. Like every time I go on Reddit, people are just like really mean and nasty. And I love that a lot of the subreddits are really mad that they can't submit on Reddit, that it has to be on Twitter. And I'm just kind of like neener, neener, neener but that's that's neither here nor there. So I think it's, Reddit
1: has a higher barrier to entry, especially it when it comes to sharing rich media like images. It and does. I think it's way too complicated for your average person to figure it out.
0: Here, Here's the funny thing about Reddit. So those of you who listen to us, if you're on Reddit, you know there's r slash Niantic Wayfarer. And if you go to that page on r slash Niantic Wayfarer, on the right-hand side, they have some helpful links. One of the links on that r slash Niantic Wayfarer is the link to the WaySpotters podcast, which I was extremely flattered when the moderator uh, put our link there. So if people want to listen to the WaySpotters podcast, they can go to r slash Niantic Wayfarer. They can click on that and that'll take them directly to our anchor page. So about a month ago, uh, we dropped our, our episode number 29 or 30. I can't remember which one it was. And I went to the subreddit and I put a, a post on there and said, the new episode of Waste Spotters is out. And it got taken down and said that I was spamming. And I'm like, I reached out to the moderator. I'm like, dude, if you look on the right side of the screen, the link to the website, to
1: the podcast is there. It's not spam. This has been approved. Admittedly, Admittedly, it was... A go GoFest episode jamal and it didn't feature my dulcet tone so clearly it was spam
0: <laughs> they rejected it within 45 seconds of me posting it so i doubt they listened to the entire episode to know that it was the GoFest recap it just further cemented the fact that reddit is not a really good place for me and i only go on reddit when i absolutely have to so all you redditors come tweet at me
1: so again i'm not saying there's an issues with the reddit but I think it's a it's a good place, which I personally don't like delving into because I would much rather use the forum for these sorts of things. And I think yeah, Me as well. The the Reddit is good if you're looking for things which Niantic won't let you put on the forum. Right. So your IITCs and your various Wayfarer add ons for Wayfarer, which I personally don't use any plugins for, I'm vanilla, I'm vanilla all the way.
0: Oh, Lachlan, I wanted to thank you for 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 uh, on Twitter for outing me there. You, when I posted my screenshot, and you're like, "Is that a plugin?" I see on your. On well, the picture? my
1: favorite thing was in an episode we haven't released with someone who I can't mention just yet. When they saw the plugin, and their comment about the plugin. It was entertaining and <laughs> I had to not, obviously I didn't want to correct them because I don't use it. And i for all I knew they could be right, but their comment was there's some strange characters in that. So I might reject it based on that because they saw the translation plugin times four. And right. I don't know what kind of maniac has four copies of the translation button. I don't need it. Cause you just click on the thing naturally in Wayfair and it takes you to Google and if it's not your native language Google defaults to translate it for you. So, just saying, it's not well, a needed I've tool been, in my eyes.
0: I've been talking to a friend of the show who I'll let remain nameless and I'll just say that much and leave it alone and I think, uh, Lachlan, that was an excellent tease to something that we haven't released that we're not going to talk
1: about. But when we release it, I can guarantee it all of our dedicated listeners will have been able to piece together the hints and say, oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> um, it's a very good episode, but again... It's a very good episode. We're just waiting we're for just... the right time, and I think exactly you probably won't see us drop it till after the third wave fairer challenge yep. of the, the three that they're doing, So, because this is the, yep. the Twitter challenge currently that we're on. After we get through the third one, I think once all of that's through...
0: We don't want to compete um, with all that. We want to we, look, want, to we want to let that road. sit
1: there and this is yes. probably going to cause some discussions amongst yes. some people and who knows who it might lead to us being able to snag a, a chat with after. So,
0: I know. Very exciting. Well, Lachlan, let's move on to topic number
1: two. What's our second topic today, Jam?
0: Now, on the WasteBotters podcast, we give you topic Number two. Okay, so we've touched on this on a previous episode or two, but I wanted to take some time to kind of flush this out and discuss the topic of there being no level for submission of POIs sometime in the future. Um, And then I was going through the forums and I saw this and I'm like, you know what, we meant to talk about this. So I'll read this directly from the forum and this came from Tintino. As you've seen, there's been an update to the level requirement for WaySpot nomination from Pokemon Go trainers. Previously, trainers had to be level 38 or higher to become explorers. However, starting today, and this was August 17th, trainers will now need to be at level at, at least level 37 to make WasteBots nominations. We're excited for the update and hope you'll help us welcome new explorers into the community. This update will be available for all trainers over the course of several weeks as we ask for your patience. So the most important part of that paragraph is that soon you won't need to have a trainer level to make a waste spot nomination. And I know a lot of the old school gatekeepers, hair is completely on fire right now very upset and very gatekeepy and don't like that and lachlan i wanted to know how you felt about what is going to be coming down the
1: pipe soon all right hear me out on this one all right if they roll it out to ingress as well i'll be happier because currently I feel it's really archaic that ingress is still locked to level 12 for location edits and any wayfinder can just go on the the wayfarer website hit the support button and get something moved there and then without having to go on the forum and have people get grumpy grumpy at you. So I think it's also ridiculous that full access to the Wayfarer tools isn't level 8 in Ingress because it should be. Mm -hmm. I think level 10 used to compare to level 40 in Pigo. Agree, But I would say level 8 is the equivalent of level 30 in Pigo.
0: Do you think this is a deprioritization of Ingress in the overall scheme of things?
1: I think it's a case that the Ingress team just has a lot on their plate and not as many people to spin those plates pigo was very fortunate where it actually grabbed up some significant former wayfarer staff into their teams like that's where nine to casey went from the forums. right Mm -hmm. like they they moved into the pigo team
0: yeah they moved over there
1: so getting wayfarer updates like the nearby way spots or the ghost way spots that don't appear in that game that actually appear in you know lightship or ingress or pikmin or wherever they appear that's out of pigo on the nearby nomination map, I can tell you that probably was helped by the fact that there was someone from the wayfarer team who moved over to the Pigo team. Right.
0: So here's my question for you, Lachlan, because you are, you started playing Ingress, I think we talked about this six, eight months before me. So I think people that play Ingress, I, I, and maybe this is the little bit of the gatekeeper in me. I tend to give them a little more credence when it comes to things like this, because if you played Ingress back in the day, you kind of had to know the rules and follow the rules in order to be able to get anything done. And when it opened up to Pigo, it was kind of like the wild West. And I know that's a very American. I I wouldn't call it
1: the wild West Jamal. I would call it peace on earth because. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my point. I, 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 I'm going to finish my train of thought first because I th- it it will become irrelevant once you have your train of thought. So I want to get mine okay. my train out of the station. Go for it. Uh, into this scenario. So when Pigo players got access to Wayfarer globally, I had over 200 nominations in queue or in voting. Over 200. Within a week, that was down to 40. Mm-hmm. 87% of those were accepted. Now, that was glorious. It was. It really was. They were accepting things based on the current Niantic Wayfarer guidelines that we see today. Is is it a good place to explore? Is it a good place to be social? Or is it a good place to... Oh my goodness, I've blanked. Can you tell I haven't slept? (laughs) Good place to explore. A good place to be social. And a good place to exercise. Good
0: place exercise. So
1: they actually were following those three guidelines, whether they knew it or not. And they were mm-hmm. rejecting what didn't fall in those guidelines. They were rejecting schools, at least in my part of Australia. I'm sure in other parts of the world where education is generally at a lower level and people probably just Googled the test answers. Mm-hmm. I think that was a different scenario, but that release Even just the 24 hours of the whoopsie-daisies we turned it on for Pigo players was heaven. Mm -hmm. Because backlogs were wiped out. Right. And it's incredible. And there's been nothing they've been able to do to the same extent globally. Now, I wouldn't call it like the Wild West. Yes, a lot of junk nominations came through, but thank goodness I wasn't in Europe for when... (laughs) <laughs> Those junk nominations were coming in straight into OPR and Pigo players couldn't even help reduce it. Those right. poor agents in Europe. Yeah. I think Mexico as well, but Mexico not to the same extent. But it was just... And like Australia at the time, we had and we had Prime, and Australia tested nominations in Prime. So I was Great. getting 28 nominations a fortnight. I felt like yep. a king and I was <laughs> using them. And now we get, you know, I get 80 nominations I can use over an 80 day period across my ingress and my pigo, which I barely touch because I made use of those 28 nominations. And I got calendar reminders when it was time to go into another nomination and that brief overlap where I got the extra seven and pigo, oh, top of the world, <laughs> but we have to remember and this is coming from someone who did Operation Portal Recon. I saw the trash the agents put into the system. Right. The Pigo players weren't that bad. <clears throat> no, they weren't that bad. Yes, there was more of them. So yes, there was more naturally going to be more coal. But when you By have volume. an app the size of Ingress, with a player base and a user base the size of Ingress, and then you exponentiate that up to Pigo levels of player bases, And they see this glorious period where everyone's getting, there's new Pokestops appearing every day. They're Googling why are new Pokestops appearing and it's leading them to Wayfarer as this is happening. Because as that happened, there were gyms sprouting out overnight in Pokemon Go communities. There sure
0: were. Stops popping
1: up in country towns. People who had spent all this time and energy to go to these places rurally, there was probably one or two trainers in that town who opened the game randomly on a community and said, what the heck happened? (laughs) and i wouldn't call that the wild west i think calling it the wild west sort of devalues
0: right diminishes that's fair that's that that's fair that's fair
1: yes from an ingress gatekeeper perspective it it wasn't the best for them because they got new portals sprouting up everywhere and they had OCD that they had to go cap them all. And maybe they were on mountain trails where they didn't want portals to be because they didn't want to have to walk up there to delete the link that was blocking their field plan. Mm-hmm. A little bitter about that. I'm not sure if you can tell. but I can tell. It's... It's good. More people having access to something is a good thing. And I think having it locked to level 40 was good level 40 in my honest opinion is a joke now in pigo with friendships and other things because of friendship because of the increased experience from doing throws um if you're a malicious player you can get to level 40 in a day without touching your phone right and that's just because of all these things that they did and the spoofers can do this they get to level 40 they get their one week strike then they have a level forty account,
0: but Ingress does not have the ability to get to level twelve that quick. It's not easy to get to. It's not hard to get to level twelve, but, but it's not to easy get to, level to, get to, level. to get to. Get level to level 10. 10. But even to get to level ten,
1: but you can't get to level ten. You can't get to level ten in level one day.
0: You can't get to level yes, ten. In you one can. Day. You really think so? Yeah, you can. You, with with the metal requirements and everything, you think yeah. you
1: can do that? Okay. You make a giant freaking triangle. Yeah. Like I'm it's I'm going to find gonna out when I recurse event medals uh, my first right. gold medal was actually an event medal Okay. for I think the Dark XM linking event and you know you get your Wayfarer medal and if you had your account it syncs from your Pigo account I I don't think the medals are that gatekeepy as people think if you play the game right it's
0: right. the
1: exact same way of earning experience in Pigo I, actually I got, really to, level, I got
0: to level 10 point. pretty quickly. It wasn't one day, but I got to level 10 pretty quickly. But I was motivated to get to level 10. But, Lachlan, that lead, leads me into what I was going to say a second ago, is how are you personally going to feel in the future that someone can just open up a new Pokemon Go account, level one, catch one Mon, spin one stop, and be able to nominate? How does that feel to you?
1: I think they'll lock it at level five like they do most things, but even then, that's catch five Pokemon with the changes they've made to experience, and that's okay. Because, frankly, outside of a very small amount of listeners and people who participate in Wayfarer, most people aren't using their 40 nominations anymore. People aren't going to be motivated to make a load of accounts. And yes, you have the people who abuse the system, There's always going to be people who abuse systems that are in place. And I don't think players should be gatekept because of their skill level. I agree with that. If you want to play a 90 game, and I think Pikmin Bloom should be fast-tracking nominations. And I'm sure their dev team is going through different hurdles and how that would look in-game. Well, Lachlan, the
0: whole reason reason why... Say you're
1: that level 5 player, Jamal. You've just started your account, and you run out of Pokeballs. And you're like, well, what do I do now? And you look around and say, hey, there's a park here. Thank you, Niantic, for putting a blank poker stop at this park. Now I can put a photo on it. Oh, mm-hmm. what's this Wayfarer I have to link to? Let me check that out. Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't pass the test. Let me do my homework and try again. I passed it. Yay. Or I failed it. I'll try again in tomorrow. Or 15 in 20 minutes. minutes. So you can think of it from this perspective it gives people the agency from when they start playing the game if they are a new player or a returning player it gives them that agency to get out and start discovering locations in the community i I, I don't disagree with you at
0: all i don't disagree with you at all the whole reason why i'm here is because there was a gatekeeping ingress agent who I asked to nominate something for me and they essentially told me to go jump in the lake and they wouldn't do it because they did not want a portal in that part of the park that I wanted to put it. They were like, nope, not going to do it. If you want to nominate it, you're going to have to figure it out on your own and go and figure it out. And that ticked me off beyond belief. And I went and did my research and found out what I needed to do. And I got up to level 10 and I got up to level 12. And all that's all she wrote. And I've nominated and had accepted over 300 things in the game. And that portal that that Ingress agent would not uh, nominate for me is now in the game. And that's a personal thumb in the eye to the gatekeeping Ingress agent. So but but I say that because if I would have had access to Wayfair at that point, it was Operation Portal Recon back there. I would not have learned Ingress, right? Because I actually played Ingress the right way and leveled up and got up and, you know, met people in my faction and met people in the opposite faction and, you know, you know, played That's anomalies and did first Saturdays, you know, I learned it. And I, I think I'm a better wayfinder because I played Ingress. I really do. No, I'm not saying everybody should play Ingress and get to level eight, level 10, level 12. But for me personally, I don't think I would have the appreciation for the, um for the portal network And for the Intel map, had I not played Ingress and had that agent not been a gatekeeper, if he had have just nominated it for me and it popped up in the game, I don't know that I would have had that intellectual curiosity to what is this and why are they being so protective of it. So my story might be unique and I've come across a lot of people who are like, hey, can you turn this into a Pokestop for me? And I'll try to explain to them it's actually a POI and it goes into this database and it's used by, okay, fine. Where is it? I'll go do it. But for me personally, that interaction with that Ingress agent and that Ingress agent doesn't live in my area anymore, but that gave me the appreciation to go learn another one of Niantic's games and kind of understand why they didn't want to do it, which I think was ridiculous because I make triangles in that park all the dang time. But I don't have a problem with someone opening up a brand new alt account, call it what it is. And in the future, being able to nominate right away, either because they're out of nominations or they just want it. They don't want their name on that specific waypoint. So I don't have a problem with it, but I can guarantee you that there are people in our community who will have an issue that someone opened up a brand new Pokemon go account and are nominating right away.
1: I think I don't think it's going to be the nominations that people are frustrated with i think it's going to be the reviewers and the potential for abuse in that space now i struggle to find the time to do the amount of reviews i do in a week if people are going to find the time to review on 25 accounts their entire city and review correctly following the niantic wayfarer guidelines sure they're gonna do it regardless there's probably people out there doing it right now or communities of people who do this but i don't think it's fair to say that because of the 0.1 of abusers they can't do x i agree there with is that. always going to be that 0.1 were going to try and bend the rules to game the system and gain an advantage and i think the pigo inclusion rule update slashed a lot of that the ingress rule update slashed even more of that correct the second they said it had to be 20 meters away from another existing portal and not in an overlap circle to become portal just I know a lot of people are upset by that because, you know, a minute move can stuff up your entire plan, but... It sure can. I know you like to say what's well, a couple feet between friends, but New York is a prime example of what happens when you take the abuse and you try and game the system mm-hmm. and that community is now suffering because iconic locations are going missing. Correct. Because of historic attempts at manipulation where s2 cell boundaries are in relation to big monuments and with the new inclusion rules that apply sponsored gyms now count towards those three gyms in some of those circumstances mm-hmm. and yes it's shitty the empire state building's not a gym i was really upset by that but i know it was because of that 0.1 percent of players that just wanted an extra gym in new york city who just wanted and to you know and you
0: I, I don't even know if it's that. I would even take it back a little bit further because a lot of the abuse gets blames on on Pokemon Go players. But when I look at the Intel map in my city, most of those portals were there way before Pokemon Go. Yeah. And they weren't seed portals. They were put there by English players.
1: Yeah, and they've got their usernames on them.
0: Yeah, they've got their I usernames on two
1: them. two seed portals in Brisbane.
0: Right. So I think the Pokemon Go players and, you know, on the community forums, I have the ING after my name because when I signed up, I was representing Ingress. I, I, I wasn't coming to the forums as a Pokemon Go player. I was coming there as an Ingress agent. And I think Ingress agents try to scapegoat the Pokemon Go players and say they're the ones doing the abuse, and they might be. But when I look at the Intel map and I look at where the portal locations are, most of these are placed irrespective of the S2 cells or the S two cells was a bonus, but it's put in a location that makes it difficult for either the resistance or the enlightened to get to, and it makes it advantageous for the resistance, the enlightened, or the resistance to have a portal there. And a lot of this goes back to now. This was out of Ingress before I started playing the
1: Guardian, the Guardian badge. I think uh, you just really want your username on the forum to be Blame Jamaling. I do. Um, not blame Jamal Pagoo. I just... I From OPR days, I saw so many location edits, which if yes. you cross-referenced it with the Intel map, oh, that's a portal that keeps getting nice big fields thrown out of it. Wouldn't it be right. a shame if it shifted a meter to the left and all of the links fell off it? Yep. yep. Like... Yes, it's still an accurate location, but it's a bit of a DM to do that. And like... It is. I just... I don't know. I think they like to... Ingress agents like to blame other people for their problems. And the one thing the Resistance and the Enlightened like to blame is that Niantic as a company is different because of Pigo. But I can tell all of those agents here and now... You would not have Ingress today if it wasn't for Pigo. That's 100% correct. Ingress you know what is- was rebuilt on a Pokemon Go. like They copied the Pokemon Go game, and right. they started rebuilding Ingress into that. That's where Prime came from. It's about time
0: for us. It's about time for us to do the long-anticipated Ingress episode that we've talked about since episode four. We said we were episode three. We said we were going to do an Ingress only episode and bring in some Ingress studs who really know the game. I think we need to get serious about that, Lachlan, and we need to do that Ingress episode. I'm here for it. How about you?
1: Look, I'm happy for you to check that on the Jamal show.
0: Sure, I'll have it on Jamal's show. I have several people in mind. Like level, I, I don't understand how two. the arrival
1: of the sun, moon, or a planet in a specific constellational part of the sky has anything to do with Wayfarer. Although <laughs> sun and moon, they seem to ring a bell for Pigo at the moment.
0: Hmm. They sure do. Yeah. Hmm. Who, who would know about that?
1: Well, Lachlan, let's do this. We've been going long. Let's go to a break. You know what we should do, Jamal? What should we do? We should watch the Ingress anime as a special oh. bonus. Oh. I, that's such a fun anime i love it kind of like, like a like a kind of like
0: an o to gotta watch them all
1: yeah yeah but like with the ingress anime as like okay. bonus episodes yeah because we do that. yeah i I, who, I might re-watch it once every year who doesn't kind of like fun.
0: extra content i've never watched it all the way through so that would be a first for me so i'd be down for that well anyway on. let's do this let's go to a break We're going to play some dad jokes and we're going to come back on the other side and we're going to talk about some coal. We've got some really good coal and some other fun stuff brought to us by Lachlan. So we'll see you here in just about a minute.
1: This is Wood Woes, self-scientist. You're listening to the WasteBotters podcast. Hello there, all people from the WaySpotters podcast. I am Trainer Muffy. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Oh, I'm too mild. Your dad jokes are the worst.
0: Don't trust people who do acupuncture. They're backstabbers. I used to be afraid of hurdles, but then I got over it. If you put your left shoe on the wrong foot, it's on the right foot. A man accidentally swallowed his watch. Boy, that must have been time consuming. If a child doesn't take a nap, are they guilty of resisting a rest? My wife kicked me out because of my terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions, but don't worry, I'll be back. Why is dark spelled with a K and not a C? Because you can't see in the dark. And we are back from the break. Hopefully you enjoyed the dad jokes. And this is where you insert Lachlan saying, put me on 0. 0.8 or 1.2 and you have more fun. It's fine. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it.
1: Lachlan. Have jam- you tried that jib- yet, Jamal? Have you pulled up your did. point catcher? And did it have the intended effect? It did. It was, well, here's the deal.
0: When I'm recording the dad jokes, I have to stop in between because I laugh after every one. So I I have to, I mean, just thinking about the dad jokes from this week, I laugh after every dad joke. And the funniest part is a friend of the show, Hair Across Boss, two shows ago, sent me a DM on, on, on Discord and was like, damn it, you got me. You made me laugh out loud at a dad joke. And I'm like, which one? And he told me, and I was like, yes. And it was the one where I told people, you would be shocked if you, people are shocked when they find out how bad of an electrician I am. And he laughed out loud at that one. So I went back to that episode and I played it at 0.8 and then I played it at 1.5, I think it was. And it was even funnier
1: when I did that. Although, Jamal, on that topic, I do have a question for you. Uh-oh. How many Carolina Panthers does it take to win the Super Bowl?
0: Oh, you are digging a knife into my side. Uh I don't know, Lachlan. How many Carolina Panthers does it take to win the Super Bowl?
1: Nobody knows because we'll probably never find out.
0: Oh boom boom. Ouch. That, that that hurt Lachlan. That that was that 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 hurt. That was below the belt. What do you as, call the as... Carolina
1: Panthers with a Super Bowl ring? Oh
0: goodness. What?
1: A thief. Oh, ouch! Oh, that made my headset fall off. So, for context, as I stare at Jamal every week, his Carolina Panthers is behind him for the, the period of the season where the sports ball's happening. So, I had to Google some fire material just to fire back at him. Oh, that hurts! I just, that I just that stare really at hurts. A, a black panther on a blue wall, and it, it can take you. It can take you draining. However, one last. Dig at your team there, Jamal. Oh, boy. How do you castrate a Carolina Panthers fan? Oh, God, how? Kick his sister in the mouth. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Ouch. Uh, Lachlan, you went, re- you,
0: you went in hard there. Wow. Okay. All right. So well, for our for our American listeners,
1: as you- i a you more in- American one for you, Jamal. Oh why does Raleigh not have a professor- professional football team. Raleigh being the capital of North Carolina. Because
0: Charlotte would want one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for our American listeners, I am a huge Carolina Panthers fan. I'm a season ticket holder. I've been a season ticket holder of the Panthers since 2015, the last time we went to the Super Bowl. And we have seen better days, and we will see better days soon, hopefully. But as this episode drops... This episode's dropped at 9 a.m. on Sunday, and that means I am right now sitting in a parking lot with 15 of my friends drinking beer and grilling hot dogs because that's what we do on home games. We go drink in parking lots for four hours and then walk to the game.
1: Now, while I appreciate that American culture, for our listeners, what they might not know, outside of his daughters and his wife, the Panthers are the only thing that has a higher priority than getting spotters out on time. This is true. (laughs) Yes. So if an episode's ever five minutes late, (laughs) check the score of the Panthers game. That will tell you everything you need to know. Yes.
0: And lately it hasn't been good. But Lachlan, nobody wants to hear about my football team, my American football team, that's not doing too well. You know what they want to hear about, Lachlan? They want to hear about Cole. And let's play the jingle that everybody loves, Call of the Week.
1: Call of the Week, 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 Call of the Week. Definitely just a Doctor Who rip Call of the Week, All right, Jamal, what call do you have for us this week?
0: Yeah, this week, our call number one comes to us from E-L-I-Z-I-O-N from the Pokemon Professor Patreon Discord, and they sent us a, let me paint the picture for this before I tell you the description. Imagine you're in PetSmart, and imagine you walk back to the aquarium section, and there are walls... There's a wall and there's just call it two, three, call it like nine or 10 fish tanks on this wall. And there's fish swimming around. That's what the picture is. It's a wall of fish tanks. And the description says Meyer fish display. The display of fish is unique to grocery stores in the area and has some very cool and different fish in it. So this is actually at a grocery store where you can buy these fish to take them home to eat them. And you know what the rejection criteria is gonna be for this one, Lachlan? Can you guess?
1: Any guesses there? I'm gonna go with the photo is not at a perfect zero degrees. So therefore it's not it must be no, live animal. Live animal!
0: Live animal! Live animal!
1: Okay, so people have figured me out, and they, and they figure out... Although I out- don't think the live animal is the focus of this photo. I think the live animal home. So this looks like some private residence. Although this looks like shared residence, so I don't know here.
0: I think pe- people have figured me out, and they get their... If they send me something with the live animal in it, and it's a Jamal show, I will put it in coal of the week, because the person who sent this to me knew exactly what they were doing and they knew that they were going to get this submission in call of the week because it's live animal
1: now with our friend who sent this one in the one you've got thing you've got a question is eli zeon yes, or is it elizion
0: elizion yeah i'm not sure what they or how eli they Eli pro- zion. zion yeah i'm not sure exactly how they pronounce their name i'll have to ask them and, and figure that out so they can get the proper or is it credit. Ellie
1: Zion? is it like a shared account between ellie and a zeon Know. Who knows?
0: I would think it's Elyzeon, Al- Al- Elizion, maybe, Elysion? not sure. Or is it just well, the the tech company? Yeah, <laughs> Who crazy. knows? But anytime someone gives me the opportunity to say live animal on the podcast, I love you. Thank you, Elysion for sending it in. Long life, live long and prosper. Lachlan, I'd like you to take coal of the week number two.
1: All right. Well, this one actually was sent to us on the day of recording, Jamal. So you really went digging in the coal channels this week, didn't you? (laughs) So this one comes from former guest of the show, friend of the show, Niantic Wayfarer Ambassador, Testone. So Johnny sent us a Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses sign. Now, and it says the sign for the Kingdom Hall of the Jehovah's Witnesses in brackets in English and Spanish. Okay, church sign. Church sign. Depends That's on the illegal, part of the right? world you're in. Yeah, depends on the side of the world you're in. In some places, a church sign may as well be a strip mall. True. Fair. So then we look at the supporting photo, and. Like, okay, that looks vaguely similar to the primary photo. <laughs> and they say it's an informational sign for a church. And Testone has been very clever to leave in here the duplicate checker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there is already a waste spot at this church, and it's a shockingly lazy photo. And this is a shockingly bad, lazy photo. But it's actually the photo of the sign out the front of the church. So this is a duplicate. It's a duplicate. They're probably trying to move the church to where the church building is and get the sign its own POI. I understand what you're doing. Right. Should have spoken to the Remy bot first. Secondly, what we haven't mentioned, the elephant in the room, this is an Android user. So they don't have access to the Wayfair app, which is very disappointing.
0: How do you know this is an Android user, Lachlan?
1: Because they submitted a screenshot Of their Google Maps on their Android phone, complete with the home button, the address. If this was their supporting photo, I'd understand it. Right. But this is their primary and their supporting photo. And sure, it's a good photo. Like, it's not a bad blurry street view photo. And had they cropped it, it might have gone under the radar until you looked at the supporting photo being the same as it.
0: I I was going to say, they,
1: they didn't even bother to crop it. I just... There is a few nominations around me. I've seen people sneak in through Google Street View. And like, kudos to you. You right. didn't have to get out of your car. You got Google to drive down past it for you. But what, when you look at this photo, do you think, ah, yes, I want to send my friends GIFs with my Google Maps location on it? Correct. <sighs> at it's- least it's not in a fake location because right. the location of the street view <laughs> matches the street address.
0: So you're given it's the one star call plus points because it's not fake.
1: It's fake but it's not fake. It's yeah. You know? it's, yeah. It's, it's at it's, least they're not put it at their house. Right. They're at least tried. Wait, people do that? Are you but serious? I would I wouldn't I would have to not hit the duplicate button for this because this photo was so bad.
0: Mhm.
1: All other accounts this would be a duplicate. So I hope to God no one just gets this through the system. But yeah, I, I really had hoped that the AI that can detect genitalia would mm-hmm. also be able to detect like phone UI by now.
0: And you know, that genitalia checkers doing well. I haven't seen any genitalia in a long time.
1: It's been a while. Yeah. They're pretty good at that. Pretty well. Be good while, at that. You know? You know? This person should have put that this, this church sponsors people. In the dis- supporting information, <laughs> maybe it's got an Alcoholics Anonymous to try and reconvert them to being sober. There you go.
0: Now, Lachlan, w- waste spot of the week. So I've seen what your waste spot of the week is, and you sent me a challenge to try to figure out why. And I've I've had three hours to look at this, and I have no bloody idea why this is the waste spot of the week.
1: And the only hint he got was it's relevant to the show notes that Jamal had sent me for our vague discussion points today. Now, for the listeners at home, what did you title these show notes?
0: I titled the show notes, well, there was two. One was thinking of a name and the other one was you nominated that.
1: Now, the full title, Jamal, the full title of Thinking of a Name. That was
0: it. It was just Thinking of a Name.
1: No, that was episode 37.
0: Oh, episode 37, Thinking of a Name.
1: Now, the number 37 is a very interesting number. Okay. Why is 37 an interesting number?
0: Hmm. 37 is an interesting number because it's four short of 41?
1: Because it's for sure a forty-one. No, that Jamal. It's because it's a prime number, and prime had me thinking of Ingress Prime.
0: Oh, ah, okay. See, so we're getting we're okay. getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay.
1: Which had me think of the Ingress anime. Yes. Which had me think. What if this was the real world? Okay. And I'm like, what's the thirty seventh largest country in the world? Oh, you're going deep. Okay.
0: And the 37th largest country in the world is? Mozambique. Mozambique. So I went to the
1: capital of Mozambique and spent a good 20 minutes tapping on all of the way spots until I found one which I wanted to feature. Now, this is a Jamal title. The description (laughs) could get Jamaled up, and I would love for you to find a way to Jamal up this description.
0: You know, Lachlan... I'm going to get a t-shirt that says Jamal this thing up. That was Sarah Amanda's idea. We're going to make that happen. We're going to get a t-shirt in the merch shop that says Jamal that up. So as I'm looking at this Lachlan, I I, I love the POI here. Do you want to do, I, I don't want to cut you off. You were on quite a roll.
1: Let's go. Mozambique, keep going. I don't want to derail you. So this is titled just making a call and it is a gorgeous statue and we have two different perspectives of the statue, thanks to the photo viewer we get from the Wayfarer app. I'm going to go for the green and gold one. Okay. That's really prominent green and gold because yes, it is. my Australian bias is coming through. And we've got a beautiful statue of a man sitting on a stump, taking a phone call outside a gorgeous building in their cityscape. And this yes. is, you know, the capital city of not a big country, but it's geographically pretty big. Yeah. But also, I don't think many people have been to Maputo, in Mozambique.
0: I have not been to Mo- You'll Maputo. You'll be surprised
1: how many waste spots are in Maputo, Mozambique. I was impressed. There are some really high quality nominations out there and a couple that Niantic dumped in from a mass import. But <laughs> <laughs> I like how you throw that in there I, the photo list waste spots. So, this is just a really cool thing in that city. And I love statues like this in cities because it means there's a sense of pride. There's a sense of community and clearly it was mounted for a reason. And I do really wish that the original submitter had taken a few more seconds than just to write the word statue in description. I was going to yes, say it is technically a statue and this is would, probably an Ingress prime nominate. I would love nomination.
0: to know who the gentleman is, what he's talking on the phone about. There's got to be a story you can tell the explorers about this particular Way spot because it is a cool statue now lachlan i got the feels from this that this could have been at a mini golf this could be a mini golf hole or course
1: potentially i don't You're know going to take your american hat off there jamal remember this is not a major country i don't think True. mozambique has a bunch of mini golf courses do you want to have a guess what this is in out the front of
0: uh, without cheating and pulling up the Wayfair app, I'm gonna guess this is a government building. That's gonna be my
1: guess. It is out the front of a government building, but next door to the Samsung store. So ah. it's sort of in their telecommunications district. Okay, so it starts to make cultural sense. So while it doesn't yes. have the best description in the world, this is right just south of what appears to be uh. A education district. There isn't any street view in the area. So this is just going off what satellite and what Google Maps has. But I think this is pretty cool. And I do. I like it. I you know, really like it. The building is a unique design as well. And for a country which doesn't have many built up buildings, this is probably like like looking if you look at the city from satellite view, mm-hmm. there's not many big buildings and big being like two or three stories higher than the rest.
0: And this is probably pretty culturally special to have this there outside the store.
1: And it's right next to their their river access, which is where Mozambique gets a very large proportion of its income is because of its connection to... Do you want to guess what, Jamal? I don't know. Tell me. (sighs) Do you not know your oceans, Jamal? The Indian Ocean. Correct. Well, more specifically, the Mozambique Channel, but okay. the Indian Ocean. Which connects to the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Well, I knew that. And if you go straight to the right from this, you get you just sail under Madagascar, <laughs> and the first bit of land you get to is Australia.
0: I was going to say, this is going to go back, but it's the western side of Australia, the side where there's not a lot of population. Yes.
1: Well, just a lot more desert.
0: Yeah. The, is that now? Would I be fair to say that that is where the outback is located, the Australian outback? Central West. That was okay. That's Central West. Okay, fantastic. Well, we just had a little but history lesson and a little geography you're gonna, lesson.
1: You're going to hit the Indian Ocean in Australia, sailing right under Madagascar, which I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Unless you get lost and somehow land in the wrong direction and land in Botswana,
0: or Although continue Mose to go south
1: country with its you know its geographic borders
0: or continue to go south and
1: hit antarctica that would be tragic yeah yeah that would it's like be it's like when you look at the stuff from like how people like theorize the, the global pangea puzzle falls right. into place mm-hmm. and you just sort of see um as the Himalayas start to rise and everything just gets pushed up
0: (laughs) just gets pushed up you get India going into into Australia um, runs away from Chile yeah get away from me he's touching me she's touching me they're touching me
1: (laughs) but you know it's cool and I think you know I wanted to highlight a country which I guarantee before this we had not mentioned on the show and And you never know with me and my prime numbers You never know where it's going to take me, Jamal. You know,
0: now we have to find out, we have to find a way to get listeners from Mozambique. Now, I don't know, are they an English-speaking country? I don't know this.
1: I'm going to have to go do some research. Well, while you do your research, Jamal, I think it's time for you to do your favorite segment of the week.
0: And what is my favorite segment of the week?
1: Well, it's your sign-off where you plug the stupid voicemail. Yes. Let's go. So Which I want to thank you Majority guys. of our listeners can't use without spending premium. Well, technically that's not true. That's our Spotify S- listeners' demographics, Jamal. Right. It's not all about America. 64% of our Spotify listeners are in the U.S. Anyways. At least according to their VPNs. Because in- America is one to- of the most VPN two countries. This is true.
0: Well, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Wastepotters. If you enjoy what you hear, there are a couple ways that you can show us. First, follow us on Twitter at Wastepotters. We are incredibly responsive, and one of us is usually awake to take questions. You can also rate us on the podcast service that you are currently listening to, such as Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, and others. If you ask me and you ask Lachlan, five stars are the best stars, and it really helps the show. And if you are an Apple listener, you can actually type in a review for us, and at some point, we are going to read some Apple reviews on the air. Second, visit our website, www.wastepotters.com. From there, you can get links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, or you can email us, WasteBotters at PokemonProfessor.com. Third, as Lachlan alluded to, for our American listeners, you can leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710.
1: Oh, say, can you
0: leave a voicemail? You never know, Lachlan. The voicemail may, may appear on an upcoming episode of the show. Or what else can they do, Lachlan, if they want to send us a voice message?
1: Well, you can email us your voice message by using your phone's voice recorder app if you're on an iPhone and send it an email. To what email, Jamal?
0: You can send it to wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com
1: or tweet us. Or if you go on your mobile device, you can send a tweet and you press in the bottom left, there's a little sign icon. You press that, you can record an audio clip to send to us on Twitter. That's Lachlan's that means favorite. That when we want to feature you, that you in an episode, it's super easy to share out. And it's my it favorite is. because it actually got the show a lot of publicity early on. So yeah. don't knock it.
0: And finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 US a month. You will have access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wastepotters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcasts, and Lured it Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. And with that, we look forward to you listening to us next week. in Lachlan, may all of your nominations be shiny.